intensity. Surely, some revelation is at hand. Surely, the second coming is at hand. The second coming. Hardly are those words out. When a vast image out of spiritus moondy troubles my sight. Somewhere, in the sands of the desert. A shape with lion body and the head of a man. A gaze blank and peerless as the sun. Is moving its slow thighs. While all about it, real shadows of the indignant desert birds. It's staff only, bitch. Did you miss me? Welcome back to another episode of the Humor and the Abject Podcast, you extra long winter break taking, losing your goddamn minds on Twitter screedlers. Like I said, this is staff only, the podcast studio manager. It's been a few since we've last connected. Hasn't it? Well, I feel rested, and blessed head. Ready to tackle 2019. To kick off this year's narrative of humor and the abject, we are bringing a special episode of the podcast within the podcast, the DSA podcast. Of course, that stands for Darcy, Sean, and Ezekway. Your proverbial power trio of who fucking cares. Thanks for your patience while we took a nice little break over the holidays. We haven't forgotten about you. Let's turn it over to your hosts, Darcy, Sean, and Ezekway. I'm Ira Glass. Welcome to Jackass. It's episode 95 of the Humor in the Abject podcast. I'm your host, Sean J. Patrick Carney. 
As you probably guessed, the pod was on furlough due to the partial federal government shutdown. Now that it's reopened, we're back. I'm Ira Glass. Welcome to Jackassets, episode 11 of the podcast within the podcast, the DSA podcast. I'm your host, Sean J. Patrick Carney, and I'm joined by your co-hosts, Darcy Wilder. Hello. And Ezekwe Muhammad. <laughs> uh, guys, let's get this thing started. How much are you both loving season three of True Detective? Give me your thoughts. I want to know everything. I've never watched any of that show. It but... looks terrifying and potentially horrible. Mm-hmm. Is that... I know that I know a meme from that show. And what that's is it? it? Wasn't Matthew McConaughey on that one? Matthew McConaughey. Mc- yes. McConaughey. <laughs> I mean, I did that first... on purpose. <laughs> McConaughey. Yeah, He's McGonagall. in the first season. Professor McGonagall. And it's not contiguous. Time right? is a flat circle. What Time does that is a even flat mean? circle. It's someone says it in the first season. Oh, I think it's and everyone to... latched on to it. It's meant to sound philosophical. It sounds more flat earthy to me. That sounds did you cool. See... I... Wait. What? Go ahead. What is that Stranger Things girl, Millie Bobby Brown? Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. Yeah. She Instagrammed. Yeah. She Instagrammed um, and she was in a car and she was like, I think I'm, what do you call it? A flat earther. (laughs) (laughs) And then she didn't explain it and started singing a Drake song. Uh, She's been listening to Street Fight Radio. They're big flat earth guys. They love to propagate that. That's pretty cool. Are we asking too much of young celebs like Millie Bobby Brown? Are you reading an article about her take? That's the first thing that comes up. She also... Anyway, but I haven't... I've never seen an episode of True Detective. (sighs) Should I start watching, Sean? If so, why? You can start watching season three. We talked about this on the last episode. I you know. can watch it without having seen any of it previously. That's However, the whole thing. if you wanted to get into it, I would definitely suggest beginning with season one. That's that's the mwah, that's the really great one. <sighs> season three is pretty decent so far, but I don't know where it's going to go. You know, there's only been three episodes as of this recording. So, yeah, Maddie gonna... McGargley. Is the one that looks the mo- I mean, I like him. It's an HBO. Yeah. Yeah. I it's watch HBO. HBO. I enjoy John Oliver. High maintenance. Do not. <laughs> I, okay. Nice. Nice. I am the biggest John Oliver apologist. I don't really? even, I'm not even apologist. I'm just an enthusiast. Like, I dislike The Daily Show. Uh-huh. I, and I, the, I, the current one, the old one, yeah. or the original one? I just like Wait. the current Daily Show. I think Trevor Wait, Noah's sorry to never interrupt. been I funny. I think I was trying to think of a way to do this. I don't know how to make it into something, but it's like you work at the Daily Show um, and you're like organizing your workplace to unionize, but you like radically misunderstand the concept <laughs> of like a non-hierarchical workplace. So everybody is like singing, solidarity for Trevor. And they want to... <laughs> Um, sorry, that's um, been on my mind for days. I haven't been able to. I'm glad that you got it out. I'm glad that you Thank saved you. it yeah. for a useful Look, location. John but you Oliver like John Oliver explains policy. He he takes really boring concepts and he talks about them. I think uh-huh. he does. I think he. I think he occupies a different space than The Daily Show. He's probably better. Sure. And then he opened up um, a ward for koalas in Australia that had chlamydia. Mm. Excuse me. And, he um he he bought and he i think yeah he bought and sold 
Russell Crowe's jockstrap from Gladiator, and with the money he made from that, he donated it to a chlamydia ward for koalas in Australia. What? See, the, he's making a positive impact. What has Trevor the, Noah done? A bad Netflix koala, special? The koalas have chlamydia? What? The koalas have chlamydia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's taking over the... Um, this the is a down known... Under. It's down under. It's a problem that you get down under. Don't. Is this a known known? I don't know. You guys want to see something cool? Wait, Check is this, this like out. the ringworm outbreak in Alabama? What do you guys what think of this? this? Read it, it looks nerdy. Stephen King the Stan. Stephen King. That looks fucking horrible. It's book one of a graphic novelization of the entire unedited and unabridged version of The Stand. What's it looks the like stand? Glenn Danzig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am dancing on the cover. Of... I ordered it to treat myself. <laughs> And I got this the is a treat for you, <laughs> Sean. You, you I got the first to do this to yourself. You I got the Texas, first one in the mail. The other five are gonna. I have. Well, I told myself I'd let myself order the other five when I when I read the first one. So they're gonna be here, but I haven't ordered them yet. Okay, so you're into comic books and soda. It's not uh, a soda. It's a big swig. It's a seltzer. And a big swig, if you're listening here in Austin, Texas, I think you might want to do a little bit of sponsored content. Your social channels are lacking, to say the least. And, you, uh, and you I think checked. we could really. What's up? You checked. I feel like I'm watching a Netflix original series. Of, I did like... check. I looked at them because when I was scrambling to try to find a job when I first moved to Austin, I was desperately trying to imagine creative things that I could do that wouldn't require me to work anywhere physically. <laughs> and then I was like, what if I just ran the socials for the seltzer company? And I thought about yeah. just, I mean, all you have to do is just pick beef with the larger seltzer companies and then you make yeah. a name for yourself. So When Wait, I was at I MTV show... News, I started tweeting mean things at vh1 but they never bit did you mm. see the picture of the reese's guy i forget how i ended up on oh because I, I i tweeted out at DiGiorno and they responded oh what did they say um what i was like i just got my DiGiorno deliveried i uh, delivered um 2019 no rules <laughs> and then DiGiorno wrote back uh, break all of the rules. Ooh! Like, whoa. Okay. I was like, that was quick social listening, DiGiorno. That I didn't did you... tag them. Oh, oh, they're doing. They're manually searching. Yeah, and then that's they're like, someone's on it. That's thirsty. Well, no, because then I, I looked at their whole thing, and all of it has like a really similar tone. I was like, okay, well, who else has? Who else has what? All of I them. I want to see they all, all of these now. now. Yeah. They're all... Brands are, they're not your buddies. No, they, they Oreo were... is funny. Well, sure. Recently... Moon Pie talks a lot of shit, but Lay's is really boring and straightforward. I remember I recently I was doing I was scrolling some something and I found Sean a screenshot of your tweet about your annual ritual of going to a chill getting drunk in a Chili's and then a, <laughs> at the and then O'Hare Chili's airport. Respond. Yes. <laughs> oh, they wrote and, something really they and, told me I was sad or something. Well, I don't know. you had like a worry not like a worrisome, but it was just like getting ready to get drunk in the Chili's airport and yeah, Chili's, Chili's at wrote O'Hare. back was like excited for our tradition. 
<laughs> oh, um, no, our um, annual tradition of being stuck in O'Hare trying to get home from Michigan. No, they said I'm breaking everything over there, and I was like, "What? What does that?" I was like, "Is that is that mean? Is that nice?" I. Speaking of media, Darcy, a little while back, you were mouthing me and Ezekwe off about how Welcome to Marwin was about to sweep the Oscars, but the film was widely panned. What happened there? Have you lost your touch? You know, I was once described as a millennial oracle that could <laughs> link... <An> oracle? <laughs> millennial oracle. You know, Oof. there needs to be someone to bridge the brands and these sweeping marketing ploys... You know, on the ground level, someone who has been to Beverly's once or twice. Did you see someone... Welcome to Marwin? <laughs> Did you see it? Yes I or no? I saw advertisements for it on the subway. Yeah. I, feel I got like so mad at it. I hate it so it much. It tried to become a sensation. And I think by its own kind of hubris was met with a lot of uh, skepticism and people wanted to rip it apart. I, I watched the trailer after you told me about it. And it I looked like that far. Did you get one angry? of the dumbest things I yeah. could possibly imagine. It looked like a darker version of the Truman Show mm -hmm. hmm. without somebody good enough to helm yeah. the actual role. So apparently there's a documentary that's about the real Marwin who is a real PTSD veteran. There we go. Got whatever. And I will also not be watching it. I'll take no. that. I'll, I, I will want not that one. Be watching it. Did it they great. make up? Did they make up the thing for the sake of the dramatization in the film version of, the, of it? In like the narrative film that he was beaten by Nazis, or did that actually happen? The original guy. It might have. It might have happened. They're just like this will be. Point. This will feel add, topical. It's 2018. Yeah. Add some Nazis into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's not. Well, Nazis were hot last year. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Enough about 2018 about. and 2019. Ezekwe, you've been very busy. What's going on, what buddy? You're, why are you having so many? You're having Ezekwe's... so many shows. What's going on? I ran on? into Ezekwe. He was doing stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't come out in the daylight unless I have to. Um, I, um, I leave to, um, at some point late tomorrow. Mm -hmm. For Mexico, is it for like an art, an art situation? Are you going to the material it's art with fair? The bar that you just mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they um they take me as part of their contingent oh. down to Mexico for material art Do fair. Do they want to take me? Do you remember Highly last likely. year? What? Do you remember last year when you got back and you told us about the open bar Hennessy party that you Wait, went to? And wasn't all that the also like that was the entire <laughs> wasn't that a party that was the entire time? Wasn't there also <laughs> it was like difficult a, and fun? Didn't they also torture people with like planes and there was a sound? There was like a noise. Oh, that's Miami. That was Miami. Yeah, that was the air the air raid sirens for the homeless people. Oh, that was really dark for the homeless no, people. Mexico was great. Mexico was great. I didn't. I drank a lot of Hennessy, which was. Mm. Um, let's see if that happens again. And, so you're um, going back for Beverly's for Bev's. Yep, going Bev's back the with bar. Bev's. Yep, and then um, Delancey um, Street. Yep. Then I produce work while I'm there to uh -huh. go to. Uh, Savannah for a retrospective there. Ooh. You're having a retrospective? It looks that way. How old are you? I'm 7,000 <laughs> years old. 
<laughs> That's cool. Is it at SCAD? Is yeah. it the Savannah College yeah. of Art and Design? Yep, yep. You're having a big show at SCAD. This is true. That's a pretty big deal. What are you showing? Skadoodle. I mean, a lot. That's crazy. There's a lot of work. Are you doing another thrift? Um, yeah, so there's a thrift store. There's a version of my outdoor park. There's a like a like a life scale size ne- multiple person neon dinner party. Ooh. Um, who's paying for this? Scad. <laughs> Incredible. Who's paying? You know what I'm paying for? It? I, I, I'm paying for it. I'm yeah. paying for the whole thing <laughs> emotionally. So, yeah. yeah well, oh God. Um, then I go to Miami uh, for like, two or three days for off season. Yeah, for some paintings. It's like a group show. I got some paintings. Oh. Then I go from there to uh, Wisconsin. Where? Which city? Uh, Sheboygan. That's why you were talking about Sheboygan. Yeah, yeah, because I have Is to go Is that a there. real... Are you guys... No, it's a real place. Sheboygan? Somebody called somewhere that. Sheboygan? There's a Sheboygan, yes. Michigan, too, but they're spelled Wait, differently. The one like, in Wisconsin is with an SH. Yeah. That's, I recently found out that the city that everyone lives in, Detroit, is called Hamtramck. <laughs> Hamtramck. Yeah. yeah. What people, the fuck? Yeah, people, you ever heard of, yeah. you ever heard of Ipsilanti? Ipsil- Starts look. with a Y. It's where really? Eastern Michigan what University is. Man, people need to do better with naming stuff. It's where friend of the pod Aaron Markey went Ooh. to college, I believe. Friend yeah. of the pod. Wait, what's the Sheboygan? Yeah, Sheboygan. Sheboygan. It's yeah, your the, boy, the Sheboygan. The John Michael Cole mm-hmm. Sheboy. No. It's Sheboygan. Sheboy. That's <laughs> Sheboygan. <laughs> it's Sheboygan. Zeke, wait, you guys, you're so productive. What have I done? What did you guys get up to on New Year's? New Year's? What happened? I fucked around and hung out on my couch with my dog. I watched a Netflix original series. No, I tried to watch Twilight Zone. I think I just ended up reading and playing Tetris. Great. I watched some Instagram stories. Okay. I like don't go out anymore, but I think that I'm going to try to make a, an effort to go out. Like when, when I first became friends with Sean, I was a person who went out all the time. And well, now you went no to that. You went to the bar. You got kicked out in, right? That's what the internet said. What? You said wait, like oh yeah, oh, I, when I, I re- posted yeah. a meme that. What bar were you kicked Did that out? That happened. Of? Was that real? What? Well, I hard to I, tell. It's I almost got banned from Pearls in twenty. 20- 12 pearls billy club in bushwick (laughs) i leaned against someone's bike and he was wearing a fedora and he started yelling at me and i was i was like blacked out and i was just laughing in his face and he said i can get you 86 no a a bike bike a bicycle a bicycle but then i think i got kicked out of a bar after at the last night of bhqfu Hmm. i went to a second location Hmm. and then i believe that makes an appearance in your book Unfortunately, it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weird Darcy that I Wilder's wrote that. book, Literally anyway. Show Me a Healthy Person, is available for online purchases. I get more money if you order through NewYorkTyrant.com. Okay, New order York. through NYTyrant.com. You save more money if you buy it on Amazon. Interesting. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to examine kind so, of like your moral code and your flexibility there, purchaser, as you yeah. kind of I try not to buy anything on Amazon if questions. at all possible. Yeah, I I I try to not I try to abstain. Anyway, I, I was just saying that I wanna start, you know, have my New Year's it was like sitting around. Great. But mm-hmm. 
I did go out. I had last week. I went to at least three to four events. What? Crazy, right? There's not even that many days in the week. What did you do on New Year's Eve? I went to Beverly's. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I went to a friend's house party. Ooh. Those are the two things that I have done for the past few years. Oh. Did you um, DJ at Beverly's? You're a Beverly's no, person. No. I don't think you I just really went as a you went a as a civilian. Person. Yeah, yeah, yep, just a civilian. Just That's a civilian. interesting. Yep, just went and I hung out there for a little while, yeah. and then went um, to my friend Mojo and Donnie's house party, and was you know home not too late. I have a practical question. Shoot, when I would frequent Beverly's. It would get very crowded and very hot. Yeah, you can fit like eleven people in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they then I would the... just I would just be drinking because it was like if I just drink I'll not be uncomfortable because right. it was just so bliss. You know, like a, just a numbness. Is that still the case? Is it still blisteringly uncomfortable when they're still popping in there? What's up? Like... Temperature wise, no, because they have a big air thing that okay. takes care of that. Does it get too crowded? Oh, all the time. Which Oof. is a good problem for them. It's but great I for only, them. I only go on days where that's not the case. Like, uh, like what days are you going? I don't know, like a like a good old Tuesday happy hour. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. something along those lines. That feels a lot you more get manageable. To stare at yourself in the mirror across the nope, bar. Nope, nope. There's two seats. The f- seat <laughs> right when you come in, and the last seat. Do not have the mirror. Maybe I'll start going out again because maybe I'm just not a go out on the weekends because that's uncomfortable. Well, that's horrible. Horrifying. No, if you're not making money, going out on the weekend is the worst activity possible. Yeah. I haven't been to 169 Bar since I went. <laughs> and someone, I was, I went the last time I went to 169. No, I, I, oh, wait, I went back once before then. But the, the noteworthy time was that I was sitting at a table of people. Just normal. It wasn't like I was... And then someone threw their coat on me. (laughs) They didn't see me and they threw their coat on me. Like how people in the Midwest go in the bedroom and throw their coats on the bed. And it was like, there's a person here. Did you did you keep the coat on? And I was and talking around? to someone that I do? had been involved with, and like imagine talking to someone. Cool. And then a coat just falls on you. Yeah, and it's like you're trying you're to get this man to, to respect you. Yeah, you're trying to make them think that maybe they missed out on something, <laughs> yeah. and, then all, and then a coat lands <laughs> then on you. And I'm you drinking. Get invisible. I was drinking like a shitty PBR, and it it splashed, and it's <laughs> like. <laughs> Wait. So did the coat hit you or land on your me. head like a hanger? It, I don't really know. It, suddenly, there was a coat over me, and it's like... So it was you on know, it, you. It was on me. You know, it hit me. It was on me, and it hit huh. me, and it the the beer spilled a little bit, and I was just, you know, jarred. Did you speak to the person that threw the coat she at you? She kept on apologizing, but you can't undo an action like yeah, that. That's a big one. Coat Rack Wilder. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. New Nick. I, who, I think maybe, perhaps it was Al Badal who recently tweeted out, uh, that she loves that 169 bar in the front window where you have to put like your food grade from the health department has like a, a solid C, like a George <laughs> W. Bush yeah. level solid C. And yet their entire menu is just seafood and raw oysters. And they just boldly serve it to drunk people <laughs> constantly. It's impressive. So, it is if impressive. That wasn't, if that, Al, if that wasn't you, I apologize. And I apologize to whoever it was. I just. If was... it was you, but that. 
if I'm getting it wrong, but I just about yeah. lost my mind. <laughs> I was just drinking water and spilled it all over myself reacting to that. I think I, I ate... Was happening. I think I ate, like, shrimp one time at... I ate so much shrimp I got iodine poisoning. <laughs> at, no, that's a three six mommy. <laughs> yes, the answer is no. <laughs> but I I've definitely eaten like a shrimp cocktail from one six nine bar the, along the dumplings like, maybe are great. circa twenty thirteen. Well, I, do you remember <laughs> when you used to give all your guests shrimp cocktails? Yeah. In your oh, class? and at Humor in the Abject yeah. the class, everyone got a shrimp cocktail for speaking. Ezekwe, I wish that I would have known you then to invite you to come and talk about your work so that I could have given you a shrimp cocktail. That was always a highlight of the class for I, me. I loved the Jason Musson day. He got a shrimp cocktail. He drank a whole bottle of Prosecco and ate a shrimp cocktail during his talk, which I thought was very kind of like high class. It seems on um, brand for him. Yeah. From the very Dre- little that I know about him. Andrea Arubla would deliver it. Dre would always, oh, yeah. I'd oh, give her the sick. high sign and Dre would have it on deck and would just like all of a sudden there would be a shrimp cocktail in front of the person. And I don't know what the joke was. It but, just was, I mean, that's the joke. That's the whole. You don't yeah. expect to no, get a shrimp cocktail on no, ice. Now I, now I really want one. I mean, yeah, not great. right now, but like at the next speaking yeah. thing, yeah, I'm gonna try ask to, if I'll put like, some. Try to figure that out. I'll put some feelers out to bring you to Austin. Maybe we could do a back to back, like a Darcy and Ezekwe Austin visit. Ooh. You guys give a talk, and I shrimp yeah. both of you. Oh, wow. you got shrimped. <laughs> there it is. You got shrimped, you dumb bastard. <laughs> what a burn! Sh- Ooh, um, <laughs> enjoy the seafood delight. I tried to purchase. A shirt yesterday, but then remembered I should be using my finances better. Um, yeah. It's, it's in the style of the like Canal Street shirts, which are, again, um. receiving much attention. But it's for a fire fest. Oh. So it says fire at the top and then has a picture of Ja Rule with a bunch of flames and tents along the bottom of it. Dude, wait. <laughs> I was talking about this with uh, Claire's friend uh, who's visiting Austin from Berkeley the other day. She was saying, I haven't watched either of the Firefest docs, which I understand I'm supposed to watch the Hulu one because it's not produced by one of the people and that actually And then you watch the other one. You, well, but, you have to but watch the both. Hulu one paid Billy McFarlane for his interview, so it's also uh, dubious. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, but listen, speaking of Ja Rule, like, before <laughs> Firefest happened... <laughs> Sorry. When I was... The summer of whatever, like, 2016... I think it was 2016. Yeah. Um, out at Robert Wilson, the playwright, like, Bob Wilson, who wrote, like, Einstein on the Beach and stuff, at mm-hmm. his residency center out in the hamptons when i was still working at bruce high quality we got commissioned to go and build sculptures for his big uh gala which was sort of the oh. uh inspiration for the play that you both yeah, I was acted say, in which is, this was the, I think play. the first time i um, met Ezekwe. yeah we sat but, next to each other yeah but so at the uh, at the gala, like it was, it was leaked to the press. I think by Robert Wilson that like Kanye was supposed to perform at it to like the New York <laughs> Times style section, which like kind of nobody thought was really going to happen. But people bought tickets and came to it. And then at the evening, at the at the big you know presentation, the gala's beginning. Robert Wilson kind of says, "Hey, you know, it didn't work out this year. Uh, Kanye, we couldn't have him perform. He had like actually physically been there and like put a photo. It, it wasn't that they." It was maybe a possibility, but he wasn't there. But 
Ja Rule was at one of the tables, which was kind of this Amazing. like hilarious, like extreme consolation prize for like Kanye West in 2016 was a Ja Rule just sitting at a dinner table instead of a performance. But later that evening, the DJ who looked like um like a dad from Long Island, not right. from the Hamptons, from like Long Island. He's spinning music at this dance floor. Oh my god. And at some point Ja Rule just like grabs a mic and the guy was just playing Ja Rule songs off Spotify. No. Um and oh. the volume was all wrong where the music was only two thirds as loud as it should have been and Ja Rule was at three thirds full volume. Nice. Rapping over his own tracks and it mm -mm. was one of the most hilarious, saddest and funniest things that I've ever seen. And I thought wow Wow, ja Rule is back in the consciousness and never could I predict that just shortly thereafter that a gift like Firefest would happen. Yeah. Well, no, somebody else was there at that party that night and was like, you know what? This man should organize a festival. Yeah. He, he can, he can organize a dinner party. But if that's where the seed got planted. Yeah. I remember in 20, the end of 2015, Ja Rule held a door for me when we were both, <laughs> I was at work at MTV. You were both at the wing? We were both at the wing. <laughs> ja Rule is Secret a wing member. And he held the door for me, and I was like, wow, he's so smooth. It's where he met it's Ashanti. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, because he was a political pundit for like two weeks. Oh, yeah. He he got he got wireframe yeah, glasses. Yeah, he got the circle glasses. Well, he did what? House of Jaw, which was his reality show that was quickly canceled. And well, because he fell out. in love with This is his... all news to me. He I didn't fell... know about any of this. Yeah, he... so his wife stayed with him while he was in jail. Oh, he got God. out, divorced her because he fell in love with his cellmate. <laughs> And everybody's like, look, even if you no. do fall in love with your cellmate, you Wait. don't keep that when you get out. You kind of like leave that in serious? jail. Yeah. So you're like. Wait, who is his cellmate? His cellmate. I don't know. It was some dude that he met in jail. Okay. So he was like, I'm divorcing Wait. my wife. I'm going with this dude. Okay. And she was like, but I literally held you down the entire time that you were in. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Wait. What? This is. What this are you is talking crazy about? This, this is right this before you became a pundit. real. Yeah, so then like he like vanished for like a month, no. and then showed up with circle glasses, and then was on the news. Wait, okay, I have what? just googled, and there's a headline that says, "Ja Rule forced to deny leaving wife for prison cellmate." There we go. There we ja go. Rule responds to gay rumors, denies leaving his wife for prison cellmate. <laughs> the thing, it doesn't. It, Which is the like, point... if you're denying it so much, <sighs> where did it? What like, happened? You could be where right, Ezekiel. Yeah, where, where, where the nails come from, Ja? What happened? And then found in related search, Ja Rule, Tupac, 50 Cent, Eminem. The point is not. Very that, different people. The, Very point is, different. the point has nothing to do with Ja Rule leaving his wife for a man. It has to do with being in prison the entire time and yeah, then keeping your, keeping your you wife on keep lockdown. Your jail and, then, relationship. and then being like, it's... oh, I'm, I'm actually with somebody else. Thanks for waiting around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's a true, it's a wild. This is not cool. It's Allegedly. Just, like We're a mash. It's mm. like when you play mash and you're like, Jaw Rule has left this his crazy. wife for a cellmate because <laughs> of tax evasion. I didn't know about any of this. And now in, he's a political I just, pundit. okay, when Jaw Rule appeared at this thing, I thought, wow, what a quaint thing. I haven't thought he's about tiny, Ja Rule right? in a really long time. He's I didn't like know feet. all of this backstory. I mean, it seems like he's remained relevant and I just don't have my finger on the pulse of anything. Well, when the, when the, when the Firefest thing happened, I was like, oh. So, 
this is the most logical thing that he's done <laughs> since his incarceration. Okay, I will say cool. Like, let's see how this goes. My complete like bozo perspective, not having seen these documentaries, only knowing about Firefest through like the schadenfreude of watching this thing fail and giggling myself to death, is like I kind of. And you can tell me if I'm wrong here because you've watched the documentaries, but I, I kind of. Oh, I feel bad for him. Oh, I feel like I he watched. got swindled, but it seems I don't like he know. got no, fucked okay. on this. As someone who watched <laughs> like... the documentaries, Ja Rule is not to be sympathized with. The best, <laughs> the best great part news. is of either of them is actually in the Netflix one, and I think that net. I don't know for sure, but I think Netflix has better footage because it's produced by the people that put on Firefest. <laughs> right. So. Sure. They're on a conference call and Ja Rule says, so people are saying like, the company's over. Are we going to get sued for fraud? And Ja Rule says, we didn't kill anybody. No one died. (laughs) It's not fraud. I would say it's false advertising. (laughs) Literally, he says no one died. So let's move on. And it's like, it's a miracle no one died. That is sort of like the barometer by which one measures crime. Yeah, and it's like, I didn't kill anyone. No, there's a lot of uh, legal offenses in between <laughs> right? first degree murder and zero. Yeah, and also, so there was, he did, does this toast with Billy McFarlane that's like the dumb, I've heard it before, where it's like, party like rock stars, uh, uh-huh. blah, 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 and fuck work like, like a Work like a day laborer. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I then like fuck part. like porn stars. And I and at that moment, I thought, mm. you know, I don't think Ja Rule is very sensitive to other people. I feel sure. like Ja Rule. I think my a... added information of just now uh, <clears throat> taps that nail that you set on the log also. Huh? Hmm. You said he's not sensitive. I said that he dumped his wife as taken yes. with him. And, like, like we have multiple. We, we are of... building our case against Ja Rule as uh, he doesn't seem like he goes through the world with love and kindness. No. You know. Let's take a quick break to hear December's custom sound collage for Patreon lottery winner Brandon Z. If you'd like a chance to win your own custom sound collage, head over to patreon.com slash humor and the abject and support the podcast at just $3 per month.
the biggest races on the ballot, Ted Cruz's Senate seat. President Trump is in Houston tonight doing his part to make sure Cruz wins re-election. And judging by the huge crowds outside, Texans are excited to experience that signature Trump rally for themselves. So come out and game. It's a multi-user virtual environment. It doesn't have points or scores. It doesn't have winners or losers. Or it has losers. I signed up for Second Life about a year ago. Back then, my life was so great that I literally wanted a second one. In my second life, I was also a paper salesman. And I was also made of money. Absolutely, everything was the same. Except I could fly. And that's because, they, don't do it too much. You're going to get rid of all my sulfuric support. That stuff's expensive, Chris, okay? Now, um, it's six times heavier than, than normal air. You know, helium was six times lighter. So what do you think would happen if we inhaled some of this? Um, our voice would get very deep. You think so? Well, you're, you're, you're about to find out, so I, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to do this, so here you go. Oh. All right. Thank you. All right, you ready? I'm a guinea pig in many forms. Ready? Right. Same yep. way as the helium? Same. That's good. Luke, I am your father. Keep talking, keep talking. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. Okay, we're going to take one deep breath in and deep breath out. Let's do a second one just to make sure. And your voice be back to normal three to six weeks, don't worry. Um. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna swim over here. You wanna come with me? Oh my god, look at this fish, Buzz! Look at this fish, it's right here! Yeah, but I just wanna keep swimming. Come with me, where are you going? Should we get you into the aquarium back in Andy's room? What? Who are you? I don't even know who you are. Hey, my hat, where is my hat? I have lost my hat. I know where I'm Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this, and nothing more. Yoda, 900 years old, a master in all things Jedi. Wise beyond belief. And sure, you'll never think like him, but in less than two minutes, talk like him you can. Yes, 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 yes. You can learn to tie tie. You can part like a pro. Learn Kung Fu. You can make pizza dough. Show your toy. Hang a picture. Play piano like Japan. I can teach you in two minutes. Well, we're, I feel like we're, let's, we're looking backwards. I want to look forward. I want to talk about, you know, it doesn't have to be jaw rule related, but I want to talk about some of your predictions for 2019. I can give you a couple of mine if it helps warm things yeah, up, but I want to know go. what is on the radar for the two of you. And I can, I can kick things off here. One, my prediction, my big one, this one's huge, is that that like a new trend for 2019 is going to be cover bands of bands as cover bands, but they're like covering a band that there's a biopic about the band that they're covering. So, for example, you would have like an AFI cover band. I can't but believe that cover band of guys who are an AFI cover band only plays Johnny Cash covers. 
and they're called they're called Days of the Joaquin Phoenixes. Wait, so it's an well, AFI cover band, but they it, do not well, cover imagine AFI. that the band, yeah, they're dressed and they sound as if they are an AFI cover band, but they only cover Johnny Cash songs. I'm so angry right now. And then, <laughs> well, here, hold on. Maybe it's not clear what I mean. So, another example. It's clear. Another it's example clear. would be. Wait, is it like, in the style of AFI, sublime, or is it just pure? A sublime cover band that oh, only we're... plays Richie Haven's covers called Lou Dog Diamond Phillips. Oof. So do the do the, see, do it's the related does the to actual the, music sound? The so music it sounds like as if Sublime were playing La Bamba. Okay, so it, it's like the, AFI's the, renditions of, of Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash songs, but right. not played, but but played by a band posing as AFI covering right. Johnny. Cash. I wait, I'll wait, bite. Wait, I'm into it. Wait, or like a only... Motorhead cover band that only plays Queen covers called yeah. Remy Kilmeister, um, like Remy Malik. You see, it's about the actor in the biopic. Yeah. Wait, I understand, I understand exactly what you're, you're talking about. I have one more. There's a lot of energy. To clarify. Okay, great, great. A Snoop Dogg cover band that only plays Doors covers called Val Kill Murder Was the Case. <laughs> I have to take this in for like... Hey. <laughs> Oh, my brain just it's stalled. A lot, That's to the opposite of help. Huge trends <laughs> That's for 2019. Of help. Okay, I'll run through my other ones real quick. All what right. do we got? Yeah, go, keep um, going. Being blue collar is canceled. Um, canceled? Just being, yes. People will not want to... You know, people lie about... Well, I grew up pretty blue collar. That'll be over. Okay. It's tacky. Mm-hmm. Um... Donald Trump Jr. is going to have a big presence in the YouTube ASMR community. Hmm. I see that as a big change for 2019. I'll take this. Okay. Um, People on the cutting edge of fashion. So like we're talking Fashion Week, Milan, New York. The big move in 2019 is going to be reverting from the Gregorian calendar back to the Julian calendar, um, both in (sighs) scheduling and aesthetics. Aesthetics? Uh, aesthetics and the do last wanna, one do you want to elaborate on on the aesthetics of the calendar i mean just imagine like julian era calendar pre like understanding okay. leap I've, years and the I've never movement even of heard... the sun yeah this is this is the juicy julian this is really cal- juicy the julian calendar predated the gregorian calendar and i learned about it in a honors history course in a college where Nerd. We had to reconstruct from like kind of broken materials the Goodwin Fortescue debates, which were some debates that happened about calendars. Huh. That's where I first heard of it. My last prediction for 2019 is what's going to be really big is going to concerts alone. Well, I've I been... did that. Wait, I did that. I've been doing that. So did I. I just oh, did it you this did that. Week. You went Did to you, see Thursday. I saw a friend of the pod, Jeff, and Thursday Love play Jeff. alone. Which was I, very someone fun. gave me a ride home the other the other day. From a concert? No, just from like I went out to dinner with people and they were going uptown. We got in the car and he started playing Thursday. See, and I was like, Wow. Like, are you Sean? But I went to see the band Why open for japanese breakfast but i didn't stay for japanese breakfast no offense i had a birthday to go to and i ran into other friend of the pod amalia soto 
I'm sorry, it was cutting out. I didn't hear who that was. You Amalia's, ran into whom? Amalia's oh, Molly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it was great. Amazing. And she was like, did you come alone? And I was like, yeah, I just do this now. That kicks ass. <laughs> you know also, what, though? I, I didn't I like feel... that she asked. What? I like that she asked. Yeah, because I was alone. Did assume that you were by yourself and you came by yourself? I don't you wanted to give, give a, a shit that. anymore. I, it's like, I bought one Jawbreaker ticket. I don't <laughs> care about <laughs> having <laughs> an experience with some convincing no. someone to see a band with me i don't give a shit i'd rather Guess what? not i didn't even take a photo whoa the whole Impressive. set i just watched them play and you know what Actually, though I, I didn't I, feel totally alone because i got to talk to carly who was doing oh. like tour manager merch kind of stuff for them and carly's super shout cool carly. and uh knows about the pod. the pod so shout out to carly um, actually, maybe I, I might be full of shit because when I saw Thursday a few weeks ago, I took my friend Steve because I didn't want to go alone. Steve, the host of Blues Clues? Steve, the host of, Steve Levine, he's in the <laughs> band, he's a, he, he, he plays one of the twins on Better Call Saul in like the first or second episode. Okay. Wait, how does, oh, does he have a twin? He has a twin, yeah. Okay. Anyway, cool. so, I don't know. Yeah, going in a show's alone rules. It's like, why do I want to be, ugh. Anyway, I drank the spiciest ginger ale of my life. I was texting you during it. I you it couldn't was, even handle a ginger ale. It was ale. unreal. Was so I thought sassy. I was losing my mind. And then at the end, this was, was it my real favorite ginger, part. Though? Yeah, this was my what? favorite part about being there alone. Though was at the like during the encore, they played like you know a, a particularly like heavy song, Ooh. and uh, I had not seen dudes do the like extreme hardcore dances in yeah. i don't know probably like yeah. since i was in high school yeah. and they were going insane and part of me was like my god i wish i could like laugh with someone about this or like do so yeah. but then all of a sudden i was just like uh, my entire attention was focused on these men swinging their arms like such maniacs and in that moment oh my I, was, god. I was actually glad to be like alone and drinking this in and sort yeah. of having to kind of like experience. Oh this. my god! Wait, that that reminds me of when I saw the Hold Steady recently, and it was like like their fans are different. Like I'm not their typical fan. I think I think their sure. fans are either like 26 year old guys that wear like button downs under sweater under V neck sweaters, or, or defected Wilco fans. Yeah, or like yeah. Or it'll be dads. like dads. So who work like, at Wyden Kennedy? Okay, no. They, well, that was a good full circle. Wyden Kennedy, no. <laughs> but they wear fleeces. There were so many like forty-year-old men in fleece sweaters. Disgusting. Cool. And but they were the pit was like it was moving. I mean, I, I mean, it, I guess maybe there was mostly pogoing, but whatever. Oh, you know what? When you said the hold study, do you know who I was thinking of? Who were you thinking of? The National. No, yeah, that okay. is a Wyden Kennedy. Those band. are the yeah. those are the same yeah. band to me in my head, even though I understand they're entirely it's, different. Um, You're not wrong. You know, Craig Finn, what, great. What are your great What are your guy. predictions? Lay it on me. I want to hear a couple of. What do you see? What do you forecast for the year? Are you millennial oracle? Oh me, I'm yeah, going yeah. You have to go first. You, you told us you were the oracle. I, Oh, okay, as I so I think that everyone is getting really into ears. Specifically, I think that dog ears are really. I was on the subway and there was a man with a dog, and he was just caressing his puppy's ears. And I think that it's really the zeitgeist that we compare ears of different 
Uh-huh. species people whatever a human s- ear is pretty disgusting there yeah. are strange folds and movements in it especially if they're like an mma fighter or a wrestler yes and then it yeah. cauliflowers yeah. out yeah i think scrambled eggs are a huge moment like a huge moment <clears throat> i think we're we've seen that eggs have come up through like the makeup egg did you get were you guys aware of the makeup egg what do you mean someone put makeup on an egg Oh, and everybody lost it. Everyone was like, "Wow!" Yeah, everybody went crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, scrambled eggs, eggs of any you know, kind, animal ears, ear size. Eggs. I saw, I saw in New Mexico a squirrel. Mm. I think it was a squirrel with really, really, really tall ears. Wow, that's weird. Some species of squirrel that had like these bat ears that stuck up above its head. Claire and I saw it running across the road in the Gila National Forest, and my mind was blown, and I felt so nice inside. You're an outdoor boy, animal ear. Yeah, what else are you gonna do? Outdoor boy. I also think um, bladders are gonna be really popular. We're gonna be start (laughs) measuring. Yeah, we're gonna be start measuring how much liquid we can consume before we have to pee. Well, I mean, that's the this is where a diaper and you're fine. Well, it's it's going to be like bragging about how many ounces. So it's it combines the wellness trend with also kind of like competition. Yeah, it's a competitive. It gamifies edge. the wellness trend. Yes, and it's about pushing yourself to the go. extreme. It's like a juice cleanse. But for peeing, it sounds horrible yeah. and painful. I'm so sorry that I that these are my trend forecasts. I apologize. Also, perhaps radium will be in. What's radium? The like toxic the metal. Element? What is radium? Yeah, it's the toxic element. Oh, it's the, the toxic element. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Look, we all want to die. Hey. Okay. So Good. bored. Um, what do you, what do you got, Azigway? <laughs> what do you got for predictions? Um, I still think that Ja Rule is going to continue to hold our attention at least for the first quarter. Uh huh. Um, somebody continue. just found the Ja Rule Metallica album. I saw that being posted. I watched yeah. a video of that. <laughs> so if he's doing any kind of smartness, he's going to release a new thing. So he's got at least half of this year under his belt if he doesn't fuck up, right? I think he and Blood Brothers should do an album. Oh my Just god! Three vocalists. Blood that would be, Brothers. That would be exciting. Who I saw at Coachella in two thousand five. Oh, all right. Weird. Right? Well, back when you used to do stuff. Blood Brothers. Yeah. According to you, Blood Richard. Brothers will be headlining yeah. the the two thousand nineteen Firefest. It'll be Blood Brothers and Ja Rule playing a collaborative set it's called. Burn Fire Fest Island Burn. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's very beautiful. <laughs> what else? Is Sequoia, what else you got? Yeah, what, what else? Come on. Is that come your on. only prediction for 2019 first quarter? Ja well, I mean, that's less of a prediction and more of a just like that's what's going that's going to take place. That's not a prediction. Okay. That's your it's personal a promise. <laughs> oh, it's more of an observation. Yeah. Yeah, it's an observ- It's an informed observation. I think that's good. Um, it feels like we might watch the end of Michael Jackson. Oh, wait, there was something that happened. Yeah. What do you mean? They, um, they just released the Michael Jackson version of the R. Kelly documentary at Sundance to like a small group of people. It made a Twitter moment. 
like everybody kind of freaked out and was like, I don't think we're ready for this. Uh oh. But like it looks like it's coming. So we'll, so so we'll so we'll see so we'll see so I so what the that's part one of the prediction what uh-huh. the prediction is is that many of the overlooked musicians that were alive at his time will now be replaced mm. as the go to um do you could you just you know like play some blank which mm. normally was Michael Jackson. Got it. Oh, yeah. So n- there's going to be a new person to fill that slot that's been taken for well over 40 years. Huh. Wow. Who is going to... It could be an interesting mm-hmm. time, too, to revisit Cat Williams' Pimp Chronicles in the <laughs> section on Michael Jackson, which is insane. <laughs> God, that is a crazy, crazy man. That oh, section is so nuts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch that. Wait, after isn't this. there the Skittles joke? Your kid is supposed to it's, want Skittles. There's, oh, it's, it's You can't hit layered. your kid for wanting um, Skittles. Well, it's a child. Guys, I don't mean child to end the predictions early, but it's time for a game. Um, this okay. is a new game <laughs> okay, special we, for this episode. What do we got? Uh, I, I hope you're both ready. This is I called. I am psyched. This game is called Stephen King, the Dark Trivia Series. Oof. Uh, and one bonus point off the top for either of you who recognizes the reference in the title, Stephen King, the Dark Trivia Series. Is it... Uh... When you asked if we like Stephen King, I was like, I should probably brush up because I feel like Sean has something up his sleeve. But then I tried to, and then I was like, wow, I hate this man. Does either of you get the reference? No! If not, we can... Okay, it's a reference... It's a reference to the Dark Tower series. Was okay. that the one that was on Hulu? No, it was on Showtime. Just relax. Okay. In this game, please remember that instead <laughs> of saying yourself. instead of saying ding to ring in or like ring, you need to say king. So when you have the answer, you say king and then I'll uh, okay. acknowledge you and then you can give the answer. Um, okay. okay, so here we go. Uh, <clears throat> also the name of a famous 90s and early 2000s punk band this is the wicked dancing clown that manifests to terrify King. the. Oh, that was at the exact same time. So yeah, you can both you can both say I'll say three, two, one, and then you both say your answer. So three, two, one. Tim Pennywise. Curry. Oh, it was Darcy is correct. It is Pennywise, but Ezekiel, that was a good guess because <laughs> Tim Curry did play the role of Pennywise, the dancing clown. And was not a punk. No, Pennywise in the original version of It, not the recent remake. Yeah, okay. I didn't see the recent one. Tim looked, Curry. Uh, yeah, Tim moving Curry. on. <laughs> Tim Curry's a cool name for a punk band, though. Mm. Moving on. Uh, married to Stephen King since 1971, she is the author of several novels, including Small World. One on One and Candles Burning, uh, an originally unfinished manuscript by novelist Michael McDowell that she finished after the time of his death. So, married to Stephen King since 1971. King. That is half correct. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, you're chiming in. Sorry. Yes. Damn Your own fucking rules. Um, <laughs> Carol Danver. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that name from an Did episode. Did you say Carol Denver? Denver. I don't. It's where they no, um. That's not well, correct. I mean, Carol Denver King. 
I think I remember that Carol name. King. From a- <laughs> Carol King, the musician, like Tapestry. It's not the Tapestry Woman, no. The Starbucks original. Artist. I think they said that name on an episode of Family Guy where they talked about Stephen King a lot. I think I got it wrong though. Does um, either of you have uh, Darcy? I'm sorry, it's your chance to steal. Do you have an answer? Do you Francis want to take a guess? McDormand. That is incorrect, and you also need to say King in order to oh. give your answer, so don't King. forget that. It is no, Tabitha. No, because I said King and it didn't register. Tabitha King is the. Ta- oh, God. What? Tabitha what King. What kind of a name? If well, you two could please. Who else is help me, if you could help me keep score. Darcy, you're in the lead with one. Okay. Yes. All right, I have one. Um, much of Stephen King's fictional <laughs> universe takes place in which New England state? King. King. Ezekwe. Vermont. That is incorrect. King. Darcy. King. Maine. Maine is correct. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Darcy is in the lead with two. Okay. Uh, director M. Night Shyamalan has been said to have borrowed something in particular from Stephen King in his films. King. Ezekwe. The whole twist thing. Ah. That is incorrect. Damn. But I knew. What, yes, Darcy. A cup of sugar. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Borrow a fuck you. I just okay. I got it. <laughs> that was good. That was uh, good. The the answer that I was looking for was cameos. Both M Night Shyamalan and Stephen oh. King are known for making cameos in films. I didn't even know. Stephen King well, I mean, often Stephen times Stephen King literally films looks like the blandest white man ever created. Speaking so there's of, no way to tell him. <clears throat> Speaking of cameos, Stephen King had a cameo in 2010 on the Outlaw Motorcycle Club television series Sons of Anarchy, playing a character named Bachman, which is a reference to what? Um. Bachman is a reference to King. Yes. What is Stephen King's favorite musician? Johann Sebastian Bach. That is both wrong and interestingly very close in a weird way. It is Um, is wrong in a way that is blowing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll tell you why in a second, Darcy, you have a chance to steal. Uh, King? Yes. I do not know. Okay. It is a reference to his pen name, Richard Bachman, author of The Running Man and Thinner, but the name itself is borrowed not from Johann Sebastian Bach, but from the band Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, my Jesus. You were were on the right path there. Too much credit. Okay. Also, does he just pull the Stephen King book off his shelf? Which one? It's just on writing, which I got for like a dollar on a, like, Which is even better. People like that. I mean, if you had Thinner up there, that would be terrifying. What writing is? My name is Stephen King. Okay. I'm writing the first draft of this on part of my desk. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Snowy morning in December. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) In a 1990... this is a real book. Hey. In a 1990, yes, Darcy's holding up a copy of her own book, which she has within arm's reach. This is the Norwegian version of it. Okay. (laughs) It's a Norwegian. Listen. In a 1990 New York Times book review, which 1,153-page Stephen King novel was critic Robert Kiley referring to when he wrote, 
What is longer than Moby Dick, War and Peace, or Ulysses? If you guessed the Bible, or the Manhattan Telephone Book, you would not be wrong, though there are small print Bibles that are under a thousand pages. There are, of course, other longer books, but not many are novels, and few of those have been able to sustain a hold on the popular imagination. Which 1,153-page Stephen King novel was he referring to? King. Yes. It? That is incorrect. King. Darcy? Infinite Jest? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's the only one that I can name. I didn't even know that he wrote Sinner. Uh, the answer, is, Sinner. The the answer is The Stand, the, the complete stand? and uncut edition. Are you I ga- serious? I, I gave thought you it was a, it. a clue earlier when I showed pages. you my graphic novelization of Part 1, Captain Trips. Wait, this man wrote a novel, and then he wrote it as a comic book. No. That's crazy. No, no, he wrote. The Stand, it was originally released, and his publisher said it can't be this long, so they cut something like 600 pages from it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then a couple years later, now that he'd sort of shown, you know, the proof was in the pudding, they let him release the uncut version, which is 1,153 pages long. And then later, Marvel put out a graphic novelization that was written, adapted by one of the writers from Big Love, and then uh, illustrated by other people. And I'm sure Stephen King had, you know, some you know, input, but is not credited as the the author of the comic, but rather it is credited uh, as Stephen yes. King's I mean, The Stand. probably a few bucks for it, right? You know, Big Love, I thought, did not last in the cultural zeitgeist as long it as... It did not. Although... Because it was a terrible show. The 1994, the 1994 American drama film The Shawshank Redemption is based on a 1982 Stephen King novella by what name? Here's a hint. The title includes the stage name of the famous 1940s screen idol born Margarita Carmen Cancino, nicknamed the Love Goddess by the press at the time. I forget. What is the name? Yes. The Love Goddess presents the Shawshank Redemption. It's, again, you're wrong, but in a way that's not... It's frustrating that... In a, I mean, it's um, basically it's coming down to semantics in a sense here, but it is not. You you're trying to cheat by not. You've correctly guessed the format almost of the title, but it is you King. can't use the nickname. Yes, Darcy. Tim Curry. <laughs> I don't think he's even in that one. <laughs> First of all, he's not he in is. that one. I he's he also. Was. I mean, he was in all of them at that time, but I think he skipped that one. Wait, I thought he was the... Who's the... He's the black guy. No, Tim Morgan Curry? Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Are you talking about Morgan Freeman? Is in, in, it's and, Tim uh, Curry as Morgan Freeman oh, in the Shawshank Redemption. Tim, Tim, Tim Heidecker. I'm, no, I'm losing my mind. I can't remember his name. It's but Robbins. The, the other guy. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Robbins. Yes, Tim Robbins. I had cable as a kid. The only movie that was ever on was the Shawshank Redemption. But he's no not. I remember movie watching that movie as like a 16-year-old and being like, wow, that is a good movie. It's a really Listen, good movie. It's a good movie. I watched the, it a month ago. The guest that makes no sense. Why would, the, why would the film be named after... A short story by Stephen King about an actor who then they <laughs> cast in the film. 
The See, correct the answer that I was looking for is Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. That's it. I forgot her name. I know that. I know there what, is a post. I, I the poster. Who it was. I the remember poster the on the wall signifies. that Andy Dufresne hides his tunnel that he's digging is a poster yeah. of Rita Hayworth. Oh wow! Be we had bear the lead. I remembered that part. I just forgot her name, and I know that he <clears> he worked in the laundry room and he had a rough time. Okay. Yes, he had a pretty rough time. <laughs> And then that poor man, that. the librarian, started working in a grocery store, and he didn't have Morgan Freeman. Time. Yes. Okay. No. Here we go. Having made multiple references in his novels to this early punk band, and in 1989 having the favor returned when the band recorded a track titled after one of his novels on their album Brain Drain, Stephen King later wrote the liner notes to the 2003 tribute album to them, We're a Happy Family. What? Oh, um... King. Yes, Darcy. Some 41. Oh my fuck you. What? <laughs> uh, I didn't even understand. I don't know. That. The damned. Who did we. Uh, not <sighs> Black Flag. Think Wait. of a Stephen King movie that there might be a song that a punk band also has a song called that. An early punk band. <sighs> Still in the cultural mind and not remotely obscure. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Up the oh, Punks by punk. Stephen King. Who is. Like, not. Who is. <laughs> Punk died years ago. I'm, not, I'm saying that just I'm everyone cheat. knows who the band is, despite them being a punk band. They're not like fringe or outsider. TV party. That's a Black Flag song. Yeah. No, it's not Black Flag. They're more like people know about them. Wait, I'm going to cheat. Like my parents probably have heard of them. Ooh. Is you're it? Che- um... You're looking it up on your Iggy phone. Pop. The Stephen King song. <laughs> oh, is it the... No, I cheated. What? Rancid? No. But oh. he, but Stephen King did once tweet a picture from a Rancid concert with a Rancid lyric on it, which is... Horror fun. author Stephen King was rocking out at a Rancid, rancid concert. Which is weird That's because cool. he... I don't know if he listened to the them Mystics? when Dustin Yellen was in Rancid, but he is a fan now. Dustin Yellen <laughs> was in Yes, rancid. was in the band Rancid. Never forget The that. answer I'm looking for is Ramones. Uh, uh, and what was the uh, name of the song? Pet Cemetery. Oh, brutal. You know, it's just right in front of us, but okay. Punk died years ago. Well, you two are both from New York City. I thought it was in your bones or something that you had yeah, to, like, that you, like, went to daycare yeah, at CBGB's to. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you mean the John Varvatos store? <laughs> okay. That's a heavy. I, did, well- I, I only <laughs> went to CBGB's to see a local band that was awful, and it was awful. The Talking Heads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. I never saw anything cool at CBGBs. It was always yes. like weird friends shows. Okay. Like yeah, six it people was like there. a shitty local. Let's keep yeah, going. That's why we're, they closed. We're only like, we got to keep moving through these here. A well-known lover of rock music, King eventually collaborated on the theater musical Ghost Brothers of Darkland County Ew. with which rocker who dropped Cougar from his name in 1990? Oh, the King. King. Yes. No, you said it at the same time, so we're going to do three, two, one. John, John Blake Mellencamp. Mellencamp. 
Yes, you're both correct. Right. Amazing. I lost okay. count. I don't know. Darcy has three. Darcy's has clearly one. winning. Okay. Okay. But I answered this one correct. It's girl girl power. That's, Which yep. I go, can't believe the that you guys got the future is female, Darcy. You guys got the John, John Mellencamp, Mellencamp one, but not Ramones. Okay. Which Stephen King? Which Stephen King serialized novel begins with the line, This happened in 1932 when the state penitentiary was still at Cold Mountain. King. Yes, Ezekwe. Cold Mountain? (laughs) Good guess, but no. (laughs) Starring Jack White and Renee Zellweger. Yeah, seemed like an Uh, easy one. King. Darcy. Ocean's Eight. No, it's one of those (laughs) movies... It's one of those movies where people go, did you know that was actually based on a Stephen King novel? It's sort of like oh, the Shawshank oh, oh, Redemption. Oh, 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 King, 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 yes. King, King. Uh, yes. The Shining. What? The Shining? No. The Shining's not Everyone knows that that's a Stephen King book. That's not like a, uh, oh, really? Uh, It's King. The Green Mile. Oh. I was going to guess that it was that Disney Channel original movie about twins, and when they put their palms together, it's like this holographic light thing. What is that? Did you guys ever see that? No. It's like an escape. From Danamora. Disney Channel. Which 1992 science fiction action horror film starring Pierce Brosnan borrows primarily from the plot to the 1959 Daniel Key's novel Flowers for Algernon, yet Wait, is titled what? almost offensively after a short story by Stephen King, resulting in King filing multiple lawsuits against the filmmakers to have his name removed. Wait, what? Sorry. King! I, I got. I Ezekwe. The Thomas Crown Affair. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I enjoy the guess. Okay. I'll give you a half of a point for reminding me of that that movie. (laughs) I really thought I had that one. The movie I was thinking of was Escape Escape to Witch Mountain. Okay. Can you make a guess for this one? 1992 science fiction action horror starring Pierce Brosnan. That Stephen King sued to have his name removed from. Uh, I'll give you a clue. It involves like computers. Oh shit, King! Lawnmower Man. That is correct. What was it? (laughs) Lawnmower Man. Whoa! That is funny. There was a short story by Stephen King called The Lawnmower Man that's about like this guy whose lawnmower kills people and he like worships Pan, like the the god pan or something but anyways the studio had bought the rights falling down where falling down with michael douglas yeah and when my dad took me to the santa monica pier when i was 15 he was we were on the pier and he stared out into the ocean and had this really meaningful moment and he said the end of the movie falling down happens here it's a really important movie and then just <laughs> stared off into space like is that when he has the gun and he's yeah on the high- okay. and he's like gonna kill himself or everyone else i don't know yeah robert oh. duvall then kills him Oof. Okay. anyway spoiler alert okay stephen king's only directorial effort was the critically panned 1986 film maximum overdrive based loosely on his short story trucks where the Earth's passing through a comet inexplicably 
brings inanimate machines to life, they then begin to kill loads of people. Tight. The film's soundtrack was entirely scored by which seminal Australian hard rock act? Mm. I didn't even know they had those. King? Darcy. Rage Against the Machine? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine an Australian saying Rage Against the Machine. Um, oh, do you know the Rise Up Lights thing? If I you don't. Say, Australia, I don't. Estelle Tang at L wrote about this. She's great. She's Australian. She wrote that, say Rise Up Lights. Rise, Rise Up, up lights. lights? That's saying razor blades in an Australian accent. Rise Up Lights? <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> Rise Up Lights? That was good. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Okay. No guesses. Uh, Zeke, uh, do you have a guess? Rage Against um, the Machine is not correct. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. This band's lead singer died early in their career, and they replaced him with a virtually identical sounding person. Ooh. King. Zeke. Uh, Journey. No. <laughs> uh, King. You uh, too. No. Okay. He's not the dead. answer is Who's? the answer is ACDC. Oh, what? Brutal. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, they're. Yeah. Um, I forgot, forgot they were Australian, yeah. and I also didn't. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi! Like yeah. Westworld, there is a series of Stephen King novels that feature a man in black. What is the series? King, Ezekiel, X Files, X Files. Darcy, do you have a guess? Uh, King. Darcy. Roswell. The answer I'm looking for is the Dark Tower series, which is I gave I, I put no it into your brains with the title of this the Dark Trivia series. Oh, okay. I've never read a Stephen King Me book in my either. life. You I should you should be able to get this one. Okay. S- Stephen King's mother died in 1974, at which Very point sad. he moved his family from Maine to Boulder, Colorado. While there, he authored perhaps his most famous book about Jack Torrance, an aspiring writer and recovering alcoholic who accepts King. a position. Ezekwe. The Shining. That is correct, Ezekwe. Yeah! Back on the board. Can I just say the one piece of trivia I know about Stephen King? Ezekwe has, has two and a half. Darcy has three. We're coming up. We have two left. Oh, okay. Okay. In the 1980 film adaptation of The Shining by Stanley Kubrick, who plays Jack's wife, Wendy Torrance? Ugh. I don't know, but she has big teeth. Um. Also played olive oil. Yeah, she got big teeth. Got <laughs> real big teeth. King. Darcy. Uh, big teeth lady. That is correct. Ezekwe, you have a chance to steal. And I'm going to give you a clue. When we were discussing uh, falling down just a little bit ago, an actor that you mentioned has the same last name as the actor who plays Jack's wife, Wendy Torrance. Oh, wow. You mentioned an actor. What was the last name? Um, King. Who killed, who, yes. What is Janice Brosnan? <sighs> it's Shelley Duvall. Oh! You said... Oh, it's yeah, not even yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, Pierce yeah, Brosnan yeah. was in The Lawnmower Man, not falling down. I thought. I know, but we're still talking about look, it. Look, we're two okay. idiots. The last one. Here, the last one. This is either 
Ezekwe, you have to win this or else you lose by 0.5 to Darcy, even though somehow you got 1.5 on one because you gave a good wrong answer and the correct answer. You are Mm -hmm. trailing barely with 2.5 to Darcy's three. I love this. Okay. Jimmy Smits of NYPD Blue fame plays alcoholic poet Jim Gardner, who is suffering from writer's block in the ABC miniseries of what 1987 Stephen King novel? Um. I'll give you a clue. Think about an insult that Beavis and Butthead say, and then think about a rock opera by the band The Who. King. Ezekwe. What is Cornhole <laughs> by The Who? Children oh, of the Cornholios. Children of the Cornholios. No, that is not what it is. What? I was gonna say Children of the Corn. Do it's I not, still get it? No. It's not Children of the Corn, but what? Children of the Cornholio is a cool thing to say. <laughs> yeah. What is another thing that be what do they call each other? A fart what? Fart what? Knocker. I... Fart knocker. The gla- What is uh... what is the musical by the Who? I don't know. I, like Tommy. Uh huh. Oh, King! Ezekwe. Tommy Boy. Oh my god! What? <laughs> no! What? <laughs> what? Yeah, the best movie ever made. Uh, the answer is Tommy Knockers. Was the correct I didn't answer even know. That, that, sounds, that sounds like a fake. Yeah, that sounds, that a sounds sexy. fake. I don't like that. Ezekwe, like you came in with 2.5, just barely inching ahead of you is Darcy with three points. Darcy, you have won Stephen you. King's The Dark Trivia Series, the, I, the new game for 2019. So I, I want to. Yeah. I want to congratulate you, Darcy. Ezekwe, I want to congratulate you for your sportsmanship, well, for you your participation. You were an excellent opponent. Darcy just happened to get ahead just a little bit more, but you, you both did upwards. a great job, especially I- for what? I'm sorry. I'm just chomping at the bit. Yeah. I want to impart <laughs> my mm-hmm. one Stephen King trivia that I know. Okay. It's that he got hit by a van. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, then, and then he bought the van and he what? attacked it with he when he got but he like almost died. And he died. became the MAGA bomber. He yes. And he then he bought the van once he got better. He like almost died. He was in like a wheelchair or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then he bought the van and he killed the van with a baseball bat until it, he totaled it himself. That's amazing. It seems unhealthy. Seems in terms of sort of holding on to things. Right? (laughs) It's like move on. Um, Well, Darcy and Ezekiel, I want to thank you for playing this game, and I want to thank you for joining today. That's all the time that we have for DSA episode eleven. To everybody out there listening, thanks for tuning in. Sorry that we were furloughed because of the government shutdown, but we're back and better than ever in 2019. And once again, I just want to say hi to. To Carly, who I met at the Thursday show that I went to alone. One of the big trends of 2019, going to concerts alone. Uh, Solitude. Especially if it's of a cover band, the covering that is a cover band of another band that has a biopic about them. So, uh, thank you, Darcy. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Ezekwe. Thank you, Ezekwe. Happy to do it. Yeah, and uh, we will catch you all next week. Yes. Bye. Also, gout is in. 
I'm you. I'm not a witch. 